everybody to the I'm Fat Podcast. Uh, uh, snacks are uh, best saved for later. With Jay Zawoski. That man ate all our shrimp and two plastic lobsters. And Rick Camp. Out the mist came a beast more stomach than man. <laughs> Welcome in to another... Hold on, start over. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, I'm leaving it. I'm leaving it. (laughs) Oh my God. I I got the urge to cough the second I had to start talking. Uh, Oh God. Okay, we're just leaving it. I leave leave my endless mistakes in. Yours is being left in too, jerk. Okay, fair enough. (laughs) (laughs) Too much pudding. That literally could not have been better timing. Uh, (laughs) Well, well, (laughs) well. (laughs) welcome to, I I can't even do it now because I lost my timing mechanism here. You know how you need the one thing to get the get the wheel rolling? Yes. I don't have that thing. <laughs> I love it. Well, either way, this is the I'm Fat Podcast. <laughs> I'm Rick. That's Jay. Uh. Now I'm just going to like purposely botch the entire thing and just go out of order. Well, they're going to regret it for the beginning of this episode, but our sponsors that you should that you should thoroughly enjoy oh. are Charlie the Baking Guy. Mazda of Orland Park, Marichka's in Crest Hill, and Dr. Squatch with promo code IMFAT20 for 20% off your first order through Dr. Squatch. All right, now I feel like I have my breath. I'm not going to die, <laughs> which is generally a plus. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Jay, um, what's it like getting to talk on this podcast without coughing hysterically to start? Uh, so far, so good for me. Uh, I, that good. was really funny. I have had my, like two weeks ago, <laughs> my throat turned inside out mid-podcast. Yeah. So these things happen. You know, it's uh, it's it's live taped, I guess you'll say. We don't edit this thing together. It's just stream of consciousness. And unless we make mm-hmm. something uh, a really huge mistake, we yes. don't edit it out. So, Rick, you're going to suffer, and that will go down in I'm Fat Podcast history. Is the best open ever. (laughs) Awesome. Just absolutely amazing. Uh, By the way, I want to mention something before we get started. You mentioned Dr. Squatch. Big things happening at Dr. Squatch. If you're a Star Wars fan and as you're a fat guy and you're close to middle age, chances are you're a pretty big Star Wars fan. They just launched their own line of Star Wars inspired soap. It's the Dr. Squatch Star Wars collection. They've got the Wisdom Wash featuring Yoda, the Only Hope Soap featuring Obi-Wan Kenobi. They've got the Dark Side Scrub with Darth Vader on there and the Ruthless Rinse with Darth Maul. These are all available individually or you can buy the set, all four bars of soap for $32, but you save 20% on that with promo code IMFAT20 if you're a first-time user. If you're not a first-time user, you could use a different email and a different shipping address. Hmm. Just throwing that out there. Just throwing that out there. So just keep that in mind. All right, I'm Fat20 is the promo code. Follow us on Twitter at I'm Fat Pod, Instagram at I'm Fat Pod. We're on Facebook at I'm Fat Pod, Patreon, you guessed it, at I'm Fat Pod, hmm. and visit RT Public Shop. You can find the link to that in our bio, in our link tree there. There is a sale starting on the 21st, but we've got some great stuff in there. Uh, if you got a gift in mind for an I'm Fat Podcast fan or you want to get something for yourself, that fat guy summer shirt, Rick, is selling yes. like crazy. I love that you wore it uh, to the score the other day and we put you on the video feed and the yeah. screen cropped your shirt. So it just said fat guy. And it- <laughs> I did 
It really <laughs> yes, is. and it was That's my amazing. favorite image of the day. Um, but yeah, get that fat guy summer shirt. Uh, people are rocking it. We're getting pictures of people wearing that all over town. So it's really, really great stuff. Uh, so yeah, our tea public Did shop is always open for business. Someone screenshot that. Yeah, someone sent it. I, you know what? Someone texted it to me. I'm sorry. Can, someone texted me a picture of them wearing can you, the. Can I'm, you? Oh, that the fat okay. guy. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's the I was guy. gonna say, shoot, I could I could go for a new uh, a new uh, photo for uh, Twitter or something if there's. The oh no, I took your picture. I did, oh, I did. Okay. I tweeted it from the Bernstein Rahimi account. Oh really? I never saw it. It's okay. a picture of the Twitch. Um, let me see if it's still here. It's got to be. It's a picture of the Twitch feed when you were on. It's like a screenshot of it. Nice. So I'm certain you're on there. So yeah, check that out. Um, but the, actually, it's funny. The person who sent me. The fat guy summer shirt is the same mm-hmm. person. I can't give their name because they wanted to be anonymous. Okay. That donated $20,000 to Danny Parkins. What about Chicago uh, Radiothon? Wow. So I have That's his cool. number based on having to talk to that person to make mm-hmm. sure it was legit. And uh, we've been in touch since. And he's a great guy. And it uh, rocks the I'm Fat podcast gear all over the country. So thank you for that mystery man. Okay. Lots of stuff. Uh, I want to start with my weekend. I am the coach of Addie's uh, all-star softball team. Mm -hmm. Uh, Homewood Heat Blue. Uh, Homewood Heat Red is what you would consider the A team. Blue is the B team. So it's 10U softball. Isn't blue technically like the hotter flame than red? Rick, you're putting way more thought into it than anyone ever has. <laughs> they just don't want to call it A and B. And the the main color on our uniforms is red, and the se- and the secondary color is blue. That's how it works. So anyway, Addie's on the on the blue, aka B team, and tough tournament. Like they got a bunch of young girls on there. Mm-hmm. So we played four games this weekend, dropped all of them. So it was tough. Um, but spent most of the weekend in Oak Lawn, which is where I grew up. Um, two games today, uh, two games yesterday, and then we go home, shower up, and we're like, you know what? A bunch of our friends are about to play for the championship. Let's go. So we leave. I'm like, oh, look, we left conveniently in time to get Los Angeles on the way to the game. Mm. So that was amazing. That really made my day, and it made the, it made the losing a little more uh, palatable. Uh, did you actually care about going to see everybody else or did you just have a really good excuse to go to Los Angeles both it was both honestly because there are a lot of girls on the uh, Jay Zawoski coaching tree that are on the red team especially uh, Addie's really really good friend Addison who had like two doubles tagged a runner out at third on a steal in the last inning when they were up one like she had a great game and I'm you know me I'm like a big sap I'm like hey Addison, great game. I'm like all choked up to see this kid I coached have a great game, but it was awesome. But the roof of my yeah. mouth is burnt because as soon as we got Los Angeles, I pulled out of my parking spot, turned the corner, went a block, and I'm like, all right, we're eating in the car. And uh, man, I, I cannot wait. When you know the pizza is just scalding hot, but you're like, yeah, this is going to hurt for the next three days, but I'd rather suffer for three days than wait 25 seconds to take a bite of this pizza. Sure. <laughs> and it was worth it. And that man, since they've renovated that place is unreal. It's been there since 1955. When I started going there as a kid, it was a little hole in the wall place. And then they upgraded a little bit, added like a nice dining room. And then over COVID, they tore out the dining room and built bought the building next to it and built a beautiful full dining room with a full bar in there. It looks awesome. If you've never been 
It's in Evergreen Park, 95th in California, right across the street from Little Company of Mary Hospital. It is my favorite pizza. I talk about it all the time, uh, but I, I genuinely love it, and I was so thrilled to have it today. And uh, man, it was so, so good. But my mouth is burnt. I'm going to be honest. I'm glad I was near a hospital because I almost needed them. Hello, I have no skin in my mouth anymore. Can you please take me in and put some of my ass skin <laughs> where the roof of my mouth used to be? Can you remove the hair before you put <laughs> oh, it on there, too? Jesus. <laughs> what? That's gross. I'm just thinking about logistics. <sighs> you're you're always thinking about logistics. It's true. Yeah. Yep. So anyway, it was awesome. So uh Day that started off kind of crappy, ended well, mm-hmm. watching our friends win a championship and having some delicious pizza. So all in all, a solid weekend. Nice. Yeah. Um, to, to go over my weekend a little bit, it requires actually an apology to our friends at Fredo's Culinary Kitchen. <gasps> What'd you do? If you ruin this for us, Rick. <laughs> I had every intention of going there on Saturday to try the pizza i want you know i had the burger i wanted to see what the pizza version was like all intention of doing it i ran some errands earlier in the day got back home and you know like i don't know why even with it being technically a short week Mm -hmm. it felt like a really long week it did and yeah and i was just like you know what i'm not doing anything today i do just kind of want to chill out for a bit so without thinking about it i just popped an edible Oh, so at that point, <laughs> I, I'm. This is what my my afternoon turned into. Pop the edible. Order Qdoba delivery. Oh my god! Watch, watch how to become a tyrant on Netflix. <laughs> Did, are you a tyrant yet? <laughs> I'm not a tyrant. <laughs> oh yet. man! Let However, me know when know, that happens. Jay, I know you'd be shocked by this, but um, there were elements of that that seemed oddly familiar, but I just couldn't place it. Um, however. Mm. So I can literally say to Colin, to Fredo's that I wanted to come and get the pizza, but I got high. Love that song. Yep. <laughs> so I apologize. I apologize to Fredo's. I'm sure I'll be there next weekend, but because uh, that pizza looks delicious and I need to try it. Maybe I'll meet you out there next Saturday. Because I I want to try the pizza, too. And if you don't know what we're talking about, shame on you more than anything. For our 100th episode, we uh, partnered with Fredo's Culinary Kitchen in Schaumburg. I think you gave the address, but I'll give it again. 628 South Roselle Road for the I'm Fat Burger and the I'm Fat Pizza. The I'm Fat Pizza, like Rick said, available only on Saturday. The I'm Fat Burger, just incredible. Two bacon beef burger patties, whiskey barbecue pulled pork, mac and cheese, and um barbecue sauce to finish it off on texas toast it's absolutely Mm -hmm. delicious people love it if we keep the pace we're at this will be the highest selling burger collaboration that fredos has ever done they are so happy with this that rick i don't know if i told you this huh i don't think i have but i I talked to the people at fredos the i'm fat burger might become a permanent menu item Really? Yeah. The only change would be because they don't typically offer pulled pork. The -hmm. only change would be they would replace the pulled pork with brisket. Oh, no. That would be terrible. No, not brisket. No one enjoys that. That would be also incredible. Yes. So keep supporting Fredos. We're going to give out the free food, I think, uh, on Wednesday or Thursday for the first round of people. Who entered, nice. if you're looking for info, go to our Instagram 
uh, at I'm Fat Pod or our Facebook and I'm Fat Pod for details on how you can enter to win that free food. It has mm-hmm. to do with sharing. It has to do with liking. All those sort of things you do on social media. We also want to make sure we mention, too, Charlie, the bacon guy, who you'll hear from a little bit later with his bacon report. Uh, he also, for our 100th episode, created the jalapeno garlic bacon, which is uh, selling like crazy, really too. Good. So uh, check out Charlie, the bacon guy. We'll ch- tell you how to do that later. But real quick, Charlie, the bacon guy at gmail.com. So, yeah, uh, lots of good stuff happening with the I'm Fat podcast, and it looks like more to come. So thank you all for going to Fredo's. Thank you all for supporting Charlie. Uh, and it's really been, it feels like since the 100th episode, like things have started blowing up a little bit. So it's great. Yes. Really appreciate that, everybody. Absolutely. Yeah. It's it's really cool to see more and more people also from more and more places, whether they're in this area and making sure to take time out of their weekend to make a truck to Fredo's or to order from Charlie, or if they're not from the area, just like being involved on social media and becoming a part of the podcast. Yep. like. I want to say, I forget if it was like recommending us to someone as like a podcast to listen to, or like, hey, these guys would be experts on this. It was like someone that that on their Twitter like lists they're from North Dakota. <laughs> like that's cool. And if I was smart at all, I would have like written it down to be able to give a proper shout out. However, I'm an idiot, and that's the way things go. Yeah, we know. But but like, well, yeah, you know. But there's some new people here, so they'll figure it out quick. If they didn't figure it out by the open. (laughs) Exactly. I mean, so the only thing that can come close to matching that open is on You Better You Bet, the show that I work Monday through Friday. We use uh, StreamYard for our video component and then also for the audio. So what happens is the like the show i can see everybody that's in Streamyard, so like the other producers the hosts all that stuff we are literally five seconds before hitting the open and one of the hosts drops oh my god nightmare and, and like you know i'm looking at a different monitor to make sure you know i hit the open properly and then it took probably five minutes for him to be able to like restart his computer and be able to do everything and we just laughed our asses off because it was it was like it was comedy the timing was so perfect that then we go to like open the show and it's ken who's not normally the driver of the show is just like uh so nick's (laughs) not here so we're gonna fill for a couple minutes (laughs) it was so perfect it was great it's one of my favorite moments when I used to run the board for Blackhawks games when they were on the score for a few years, right before they got good. John Weideman went to the bathroom during a commercial break and got like the stall like wouldn't open. It just got, you know, maybe it just locked wrong or it was sitting wrong and John could not get it open. So Troy Murray, you know, we come back from break and, and the breaks for NHL games are only a minute 45. So a bathroom okay. break is quick. Like you got to be quick. Yeah. And Troy's like, um... There's a puck and ice and there's some guys with sticks. It wasn't quite that bad, but he was yeah. like, John, if you ever do that again. Oh, my God. It was we were all like, where's John? I like calling him and he had no service in the bathroom. And oh, my God, he I think I think if this is if my memory serves, he had to crawl out from under the stall <laughs> to get back on the air. So, oh, wow. yeah, it happens. It happens. Those moments happen to yeah. every producer, to every host. It mm-hmm. happens. So, man, that's funny. Yes. Oh, that's a nightmare, though. The line drops right before you're about to go on the air. Oh, yeah. Yeah, great. Fun times for everyone. Yeah. 
All right. So something else that I have, and this is, this has been a long going, a long ongoing thing on the podcast of Oreos jumping the shark with their flavors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we've actually had a nice lull recently where Oreo has been sticking to their laurels, just doing what they do best, putting out Oreos and putting a ton of them on the shelf so we can buy all of them. However, they're back at it again. And while these are not the most egregious flavors in the world, there's two new flavors that are going to be coming out that I just don't know if we need. The apple cider donut Oreo. Yeah. And that one is going to be with the uh, vanilla cookie. So at least it makes more sense than having the chocolate cookie. Okay. And the salted caramel brownie Oreo. Eh. How do you feel about those? I'm going to try them both. I just, I don't know. Like, I feel like the, if you're doing some sort of new chocolate Oreo, it's mm-hmm. probably been done or very close to done before. Yeah, like buy Oreo. Remember, it wasn't the Brook- they, they had like the Brookie. The Brookio. Yes, it, it was at first I didn't love, and then the second or third time I had, I'm like, yep, these are really good. Um, yeah. Does apple cider donut one I'm curious about? I'll try that. I mean, I'm going to try them both, but they, they sound interesting, but yes. I still go back to there's just nothing better than a double stuff Oreo. Yes. It's just perfect. Mm-hmm. It is a perfect cookie. Oh, I, speaking I, of that, yeah, I don't know if I mentioned this last week. Did I mention the DQ cookie jar? No, no. Okay, this is a new Blizzard that I didn't know about. Maybe it's old. I didn't know about it. It's like all the I feel Oreos. Like I've heard the name before. It, it's just all the Oreos and all the cookie dough in a Blizzard, and it's perfect. Like the texture of it is excellent. I was gonna say that's not a bad thing. No, and I mean it's not the. I'm sure people get that all the time because I think mm-hmm. an Oreo Blizzard is probably the most popular. Yeah, I would think so. But but then you just add cookie dough, and so they just call it the cookie jar. But when you get the softness of the cookie dough and the crunch of the Oreo, it really goes well together texture-wise. But I'm in on both those, Rick. I know they've gotten some weird, like they're just trying to make headlines sometimes. These two seem like legit flavors that that will work and will be good. I I am very intrigued by the apple cider donut one. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I love that flavor. Apple cider is awesome. I love it. It goes. I, it's, I'm surprised they wouldn't launch that one in the fall, though. Yeah, that that's a great point. I didn't really like when you think brownie, don't you think more fall ish anyway? I would say so. Yeah. Brownies. Not, I mean, brownies are year round, but yeah, but, I would I would say mostly I would think of that as a winter food. Or a yeah, fall because, food. Yeah, because like when you think of like summer desserts, you're thinking more ice cream. You're mm-hmm. thinking more like fruit based things. So, yeah, yeah, that that is interesting timing. I hadn't even thought about that part of it. I wonder when they launch. I didn't see when they launch, but I would think, you know, launch these whenever pumpkin spice lattes come out and it's perfect timing. And I, <laughs> I saw these ones, these Oreos this week. Mm-hmm. They're red, white and blue cream and they've got okay. pop rocks in them. Oh, I wonder if those are good. They look they look so cool. Like they're yeah. perfectly layered, red, white and blue. Yes. Uh, so I, I was like, eh, I can get these or I can get the family size for half the price as usual. <laughs> and I got that. Right. So, you know, I'm like, I'm not going to experiment well, when family size Oreos are this cheap. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing is like when you're getting a deal, it's like the best laid plan can go to waste because you're like, oh, but there's this. Yeah. yeah, I'll do the other thing next time. 
By the way, speaking of Fredos, hmm. did you try yeah. those cookies they sent us? Dude. Yes. Chocolate chip cookie. Incredible. With Oreos baked in. Yeah, oh, which I didn't, which like you couldn't tell just by looking at it. You didn't know there was Oreo there. And then you like take that one bite and you're like, oh, yeah, I should have taken a picture for social media, but I ate them too quickly. Yep. Same here. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I could take a picture of the box if you'd like that they used to be in, <laughs> but I don't have I can, the cookies I, anymore. Yeah, yeah, I can. Uh, I can pick. I can take a picture of a wrapper and say it was that one. Yeah. Exactly. But sure. All right. But my, yes, that that is uh, that's something everybody should also get. You know, get for the way home because you'll be probably stuffed from the burger slash pizza. All right. I got a good topic for you coming up next. Okay. But first, I want to tell everybody about our friends at Marishka's in Crest Hill, six hundred four Theodore Street, family owned and operated since nineteen thirty three. If you've never been to Marishka's before, you may have heard about those delicious poor boys out in the Joliet area. Yep, that's Marishka's. If you go there, that's what you should try the first time. It is their claim to fame. It is their flagship item. It's absolutely phenomenal. Bring some gum because it's covered in garlic butter. But man, it is absolutely incredible. But if that's not your thing, whatever your thing is, they've got it at Marishka's. Steaks, chops, seafood, burgers, you name it, they've got it. I love the double baked potato. The onion rings there are some of the best I've ever had. You will love Marishka's. Everyone you bring with you will love it to 604 Theodore Street. Visit marishkas.com or go to facebook.com slash marishkas. Now, Marishka's does not qualify as one of these places, but I'm going to ask you, okay. Rick, mm-hmm. is there a place in your life that you know isn't that great? Like, we always talk about the stress of if I'm bringing a friend somewhere, I want to impress them. I don't want to take a risk. I know, you know, I'm always nervous when I bring people places. Yep. So the place in your mind that you love, that you know, you will never bring someone to (laughs) to try to impress them. (laughs) I've got two. And I had one of them this week. Now, are these more fast food places for you, or are these more like closer to sit down? Both of them are chains. Okay. But not like McDonald's Burger King type chains. Okay. Because for me, I don't mind Burger King as much as, as most. And because there's one like, so where I have to drive on 38 for my like most direct way to work, there's a Burger King and there's not a whole lot else right there. Mm-hmm. So once I get past, because it's like I drive past Culver's, which you can, in theory, you can only have Culver's a couple times a week. In theory, is that true? I don't know, but that's generally how I've uh, how I've lived my life. Okay. Then, in terms of things that would have a drive-through, there's a McDonald's, and then which is on the wrong side of the street and I'm leaving at a busy time. So trying to take a left out when there's no stoplight near there Mm. can be problematic. Yep. So I tend to shy away from the McDonald's and maybe if I get that, it's on my way home from, from work. Well, that's just good planning. Yeah. But Burger King is on the proper side of the street and I know everybody hates them. I don't mind their fries. Sometimes like if they're, cooked a little probably a little more than they want them cooked i think they're perfect because i think they tend to undercook their fries but if they're done a little over what you normally get 
I think they're pretty good. And and the funny thing is with his, I, w- I won't say as much, but like considering the amount that I do go there, I still haven't tried the chicken yet, which is apparently still getting solid reviews. Yeah, I actually was about to shout out BK on this episode because I just had a hankering for a, fo- a frozen Coke. Mm-hmm. They do the frozen Coke better than anybody. Yes, they do. They're whatever, however they mix it or whatever. It's the perfect consistency. Sometimes they can get too wet where you can't like really finish the bottom of it. And I have that beef with Slurpees too. Like I got a Slurpee and the last third of it is stuck to the bottom of the cup. Problem. That does not happen at Burger King. Um, so shout out to them. I've not had their fries in forever, but I do got to try that Chiking too. Because yes. it's not the thing I tried, right? Isn't it? It's some. It's different. I Didn't they just launch a chicken sandwich? I tried that and really liked it, but the Chiking is different. I think that I think it is different. I I would assume if they just like like why would you change the branding on something you already had? Maybe they just came out. Maybe they just like discovered a name for it and just maybe. named it. I don't know. I'll try. I'll ha- Rick. I'll take one for the team. I'll try one again just to make sure mm-hmm. it's the right thing. All right, but here's the place I was thinking of specifically this week. Okay. I love it. Mm-hmm. It's one of those places I have only a few times a year. I get the most basic ass order in the world because uh-huh. it's what I'm nostalgic for. Okay. Peppies. Okay. <laughs> I unapologetically yeah. love peppies. All I get, I get five tacos with beef and cheese. That's it. That's all I get. And then I get a side of the chili con queso, which is a red tomato sauce with melted cheese in it. And mm-hmm. you dip your potato chips or tortillas in it. Uh, not potato chips, tortilla chips, or like. I was like, gonna say, yeah. you know, it's a janky Mexican place. No, no. When they give you like lays instead. No, of they give you like the chips. really thin fried oh, tortilla yeah. chips, or you can get it like on a on a flour tortilla. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what I get. I know that in the in in the grand scheme of things, the Pepe's is not the greatest Mexican restaurant in the world. Sure, but that specific taste of those beef and cheese tacos. And the chili con queso is something I can't get anywhere else. Okay. And when I'm craving it, I love it. And of course, my other one is Long John Silver's. But everybody knows that already. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I don't know if this qualifies, but kind of along the same. See, I think we're both on the same page with this that it probably doesn't qualify. But to some of maybe our more uh, our high more highfalutin brethren, uh, chilies. Like I, I can love go chilies. To, yeah. Like I can go to chilies whenever. I know that my entire meal came in a Ziploc bag and they throw it in a microwave for 25 seconds. I don't care. Yeah. It tastes good and I like it. Yes. Give me the Cajun chicken pasta. Those those chicken crispers Mm -hmm. have like the most ignorant breading in the world. I don't know how to describe it. It's like, it's almost like, you know, we talk about authentic cheese curds. Yes. Not like Culver's is more of a panko. We've discussed this before. Whereas Mm -hmm. in Wisconsin, it's more of a beer batter. That's yes. how these chicken crispers are at Chili's, that Correct. beer batter, and they are phenomenal. And then you get that like kind of soggy cob of corn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, this is too wet, but I don't care. <laughs> the way you said uh, cob of corn almost sounded like it could be an Italian meat. Yeah, gabagool, cob of corn. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I started watching The Sopranos, by the way. Again, really? I, I've, I've. Shouts to Italy for winning Euro 2020 <laughs> in 2021. I watched that entire game yeah. until the penalty started. 
Because then we had to go to the baseball game, and I'm like, oh, I'll just Google, I don't know, whatever, penalty kick, just tell me who won. I watched the entire game, though. Poor England, man. It's sad. Nah, screw England. All right. I don't know why. Just like, I think, I think. (laughs) Well, you're Italian. People don't know because they shorted your name. Yeah. Rick Carbonero or whatever your name is. Yeah. Campolatara. Oh, that's even better. Yeah. Yeah, the only reason I know how I can uh, actually I can't even spell it properly without like I have a picture of uh, my dad's like when he was in the nursery, like his bracelet that they had on him. Oh, cool. And that's the only way I know how to spell Campbell Atara because I always forget which letters have one, which there's one of and which there are two of. I would say t- I would say I'm one L to try and find it now. One T, two R's. That would be my guess. Campbell okay. Atara. C-A-M-P-A-L-A-T-A-R-R-A. Campolatara. I think you're, you might be right. It might, I think it's, uh, come on, where is it? Come on, Google. Oh, it's not Google. It's scrolling through the pictures in my phone. Oh, good luck with that. Yeah, I know. Oh, my God. I just, I just passed a, um. Dick pic? No. A something something we saved from forever ago when your favorite team won won a championship and there was a Photoshop involving someone uh, yes. that we yes mm, that's a good one yes that's a very good one and I forgot I still had it okay here we go C A M P O L A T T A R A well I screwed that one up Campo two T's E R A all right cool now yeah. we know. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, that's just like kind of a cool little, and it's like, it still has the old like rust now, obviously rusted out like paper clip on it and all that kind of thing. Because you know things were safe for kids back then. <laughs> yeah, slap a paper clip on the kid. Yep, he'll that be was fine. Well, my dad was born in like fifty two, so but you know they used to put like uh, safety pins on diapers. Yes, they'll that's be fine. A great idea. Kids don't like shiny stuff. <laughs> What could possibly go wrong? Yes. Oh, that's funny. All right. So, yeah. So, by the way, uh, to show that this is really is my phone, the next picture in my phone roll, in my camera roll, is um, uh, a fat squirrel that I that I found funny, and I just haven't deleted the picture. Nice. See, that's that's I I know you. It's me in a nutshell. It is. It really is. Like if I found it on the street, I'd be like, "Well, this is Rick's phone." I just sent you the picture of the of the squirrel. That is a it's, fat it's a, ass squirrel. It's a really fat squirrel. He's got a look like, on his face like what? He's got yeah. like a double chin. He looks like Tony Soprano. Speaking of a Soprano. Yeah, pretty much. I like that I'm 20 years behind on a show. Dude, I just watched. I just binged it for the first time uh, last year. So the, here's what happens with Sopranos is I start to watch mm-hmm. and then I inevitably get busy and I stop and I'm like, I forget where I left off. And then I go back and I'm like, OK, I've seen this one. Yeah. I've seen this part. I or I know this part. Like we're at the part where uh, Dr. Melfi gets attacked. Yes. And I go, hope this is a very hard scene to watch. She's like, how do you know? I'm like, I'm just realizing now I've seen this part. I've seen this episode before. Yeah. Um, and boo, that is a rough scene. God damn. It really, Ooh, it really is. That is as graphic a scene mm-hmm. as you will see in on television. That was very yeah. realistic and terrible. Anyway. Oh, have you seen the uh, the TikTok challenge where you had to go watch the show Sex Life and like film yourself <laughs> reacting to it on Netflix? No. Okay. Find it, and we'll talk about it next week.
Okay, hold on. TikTok. <laughs> no, you're not going to get the answer. You're not going to get the answer by looking it up on TikTok. You're only going to see people oh, reacting no. to it. Oh, no, no. I'm writing it down so I don't forget. Okay. All right. Yes. TikTok. You, you forget, self- once again, <laughs> I'm an idiot. So I have to write these I things down. I keep forgetting how stupid you are. I'm sorry. Yes. Uh, yeah. TikTok sex life challenge. And we'll, and I'm sure, you know, probably 60% of our audience has seen it and is laughing just thinking of your reaction. And I would like to see you film your reaction, too, if you want to post it on the FF podcast Twitter next so, week. Wait, so is this just like in the first episode or something? I, it's is it specifically, like, I think it's like episode three at the 19-minute mark. You'll find it, and it will tell you exactly what to do. Okay. Because I know, I think I remember some of the basic premise of the show, so I have an idea of where it's probably going. I don't think you do. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I would not watch it at work. I'll just give you that one. That was kind of what I was thinking yeah. because yeah, like, don't, yeah, yeah, it's a, uh, it's quite a thing, so to speak. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> there's no transition off of that. So no, here we go. Not. We, um, so there was a moment that I saw on the, uh, I'm Fat podcast fan page where maybe more than anything that's ever been posted on there. I feel seen. All right. And it was a picture of a cake in you know in the like uh the normal like packaging like the plastic thing the plastic like cover for it that has the tabs that you push down Mm -hmm. and it says if you think fireworks are loud try opening (laughs) this late at night (laughs) it is it is impossible whether like whether you're opening what you're whether you're trying to like open up the tabs or close the tabs or God forbid, move the damn thing. You're going to make noise. You're yeah. going to wake somebody up and they're going to know exactly what you're doing. Yeah. There's no mistaking that sound. It's that loud pop with the kind of the hollow echo that comes from yes. the giant dome over the cake. Yeah, exactly. You, you cannot. You, boy, that is so accurate. That is so <laughs> accurate. There, there's no way to sneak a piece of cake out of that thing. No, no chance. I, doesn't mean I would stop. Oh, no, but, no, no stop. And no one said right. stop. You just have to own it. Right. Yeah. But it is like, burn. <laughs> <Just> the <laughs> loudest sound in the yes. world. And the quieter you try to be, the oh, louder it, it gets. Louder. Yeah, it is. It's ridiculous. Oh, man, that is so true. I love stuff like that. See? Yep. It's, it it totally like made this. my day. Yeah. Because you, you saying the, the phrase is, I feel seen. There's, mm-hmm. uh, there's hundreds of people listening to this in their cars just nodding right now. Yep. Yes. Yep. I've been there. That's the sound. Absolutely. Oh, that's funny. That's so funny. Um, all right. I got one more thing I want to run by you. But first, I want to tell everybody about our friends at Mazda of Orland Park. 708-444-3200. Are you in the market for a new car? A used car? Looking to get a Mazda? You should. The Mazda is the best car I've ever owned. My 2015 Mazda CX-5. I'm a Mazda customer for life, not just because the Mazda is great, but because the service at Mazda of Orland Park is second to none. The experience from buying to owning to planning my next car has been excellent. I am so happy with my experience there, and you will be too. 708-444-3200. Ask for Eric. He'll get you set up. Uh, Even if you're just sort of, you know, dipping your toe in the water, you're not sure if you're ready to buy a new car yet. You want to say, hey, is this the best time to buy? Should I be waiting? How much can I get for my trade-in? All those sort of things. Eric can help you out. He owns the place. It's his place. It's his baby. 
mazdaoforlandpark.com, 708-444-3200. You will not regret it. You'll be a customer for life at Mazda of Orland Park. All right, so at the risk of being normie shamed, okay, I'm going to qualify this. Yes, I've lost a little bit of weight lately, okay? A little bit. Mm-hmm. Not a significant amount. Seven pounds, eight pounds maybe. That's it. Okay, nothing crazy. I'm still like in the 245, 250 range. Fat. Still a fat guy. I've ordered, not ordered, but over the last like month and a half, I've purchased mm-hmm. four t-shirts. Okay. I got two from homage. I got a Grateful Dead shirt and an NWO shirt because I'm a grown man. Nice. Um, I got a self. Oh, by the way, did you see the White Sox version of that? No. It's an NWO. Think the NWO logo. Yeah. Except the W is an S, and uh, underneath it, it says, like, new socks order. Oh, nice. And I That's was, cool. I was like, ooh, I might have to get that. And I'm not even a wrestling guy, but, like, I can appreciate that. Now, Herb has won an NWO knockoff, Herb Lawrence, mm-hmm. host of the Locked On Socks podcast. It says, for instead of NWO, it says HOF, and then underneath it says baseball person. Making fun of Tony La Russa. <laughs> That's great. So, all right. So I buy the dead shirt. I buy the NWL Wolfpack shirt, by the way. I'm a Wolfpack guy, of course. Okay. Because I have a man crush on Kevin Nash. Don't at me. Sure. Um, I bought a South Bend Cub shirt when I went to the game. Mm-hmm. And I bought a uh, shirt from the Yalls. Remember I told you about the Florence Yalls, the team yes. that played the, Jack- the Slammers. Sorry, Slammers. I just love their logo and love the whole thing. Still love the Slammers and rooted for them the whole game slammers so the south bend cubs one yeah fits me very well okay all these double extra large by the way okay fits me very well not mm-hmm. big not small kind of the perfect fit yes the two from homage mm-hmm. i'm actually absolutely swimming in to the point where really? i'm like kind of self-conscious where i'm like pulling like you ever have a shirt where the neck area is too big and you can uh, feel that like yeah. your upper back is exposed yeah okay well that that's weird from there because like i remember when i first got a shirt from there uh because i remember the first person that i saw that had a shirt from there was our, our friend chris Tannehill, mm-hmm. the other host of whites of a locked on socks podcast and uh and he mentioned when i said i was going to order one that at least at that time now mind you this was a couple years ago at that point in time the shirts ran a little small so he said to go a size up from what you would normally do and that worked out perfectly for me yeah i'm thinking they probably adjusted because i have a i have a very basic homage shirt with just the cubs logo on it Mm -hmm. and it fits me perfectly it is the shirt that fits me the best that i own so i'm like cool i'll just get two more from there and they're both too big and then the y'all shirt is really big on me too. And I'm like, what the hell? And that's a Russell athletic shirt. Okay. So I'm really, I find And maybe this is just a double X thing, but if you're a normie, let us know too. Is there like a big discrepancy? Like with, if I get a large from this place and a large from that place, they're going to be two totally different sizes. I'm wondering if it's because it can be. I wonder if it's because it's the end of the spectrum for larges for the most part, the double mm-hmm. X in terms of like not having to buy a special t-shirt. So they're just a little more flexible on that side because I can oh, find double X's that are skin tight on me that I can't even really get over my head. And then these ones I just ordered that I love that I'm swimming in. And yeah. now I'm sort of even scared to say, like, 
if I contacted homage and said, Hey, I bought these they are way too big. I mean, can you send me XLs? I'm scared. Those are going to be too small, too small. Yeah, it's, it's not great. Um, that's interesting from them. Now I've even had the, I, I think to an extent that happens with like just every company and being a little bit different on how they make, um, they make their stuff. Mm-hmm. But like, I even had something recently with, um, Oh, what's it like at Kohl's? I don't remember the brand name, but I got, they had a certain section where like shirts were two for, it was like two for 20, mm-hmm. like just graphic, basic graphic. Yeah. Yeah. Teams. Yeah. And one of them was perfectly fine. Like fits, fits really, really well. And one of them is pretty big. And I'm like, but it's the same. I think it might even be the same company. Because for it to be the same price and the same sale, I would think it has to be. But I was, I was like, that's really random. That would make sense. Why that would why would two would... of like why would it have different size? Why would the same size fit different with two different shirts if it's probably the same company? Now let me ask you this: I don't know if because I know like Marshalls and TJ Maxx, their stuff is sometimes what's the word i'm looking for like, i don't want to say defective but there's like a little imperfection on them mm-hmm. kohl's isn't that way is it i don't think so i don't think so hmm that's weird that that's frustrating and again like i want i love these shirts Omaha shirts are the oh they're greatest. awesome they are so comfortable and they look yes. amazing and they've got great color like the colors on them really pop mm-hmm. um but i'm afraid to order an xl and be like now these are too small. Now I got to send them back again. I'm going to call them and see what I should do. Maybe okay. they'll send me like, maybe they've got like a sample XL they can send me. Yeah. I'm, I'm being very Karen-ish right now, but I feel like as a fat guy, if you wear a shirt that's too big, it makes you look twice the size. Well, okay. So this is a, um something that happened to me really even before I was like a true, true fat Um, growing up. I don't know. I don't know necessarily why. And I don't necessarily like blame my mom or anything for this, but it was like the shirts that I always had. That mind you, this shows how little I cared about fashion. Even then, a lot of the shirts that I that I wore were either presents or just like you know when when your mom's out and is like, oh, I saw this and I thought it looked nice type thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was always I was swimming in it. So like to the point where my uh, second semester of college in my group of friends, uh, three of the girls were like, okay, here's what we're doing. We're taking you to a store. You have to try on the things we tell you to try on and you will get it something and we won't steer you wrong. And I was like, okay. And like, I was wearing double XL shirts then. And that's when like, you've seen a picture of me from like early in college, double XL seems like kind of extreme. You were not a fat, you were a svelte. Yeah, well, I was, I was wearing double XLs, and the when I was with the girls, like they had me get a large shirt, like, and it was it was like on the edge of being the right size or or a little small, so I was pretty self conscious wearing them, but it pushed me out of my comfort zone, and I actually tried, you know. A, a shirt that was a more fitted, and like I had, I got so many comments, like in the first time or two i would wear them but people were like oh like huh, it's you look nice when you're not wearing a tarp all right you've convinced me this story has convinced me that i'm gonna write homage and say hey i need to exchange these 
because I, I I do feel like I'm swimming in them, and I do have a very like a big self consciousness about too much of my, like my back being shown. Mm-hmm. I don't. It's weird, and I know I've got like you know my barber will shave my neck and then he stops at a certain point, right? So I've got like yeah. the tufts sticking out. <laughs> yeah, shirt collar is too far back, but I don't know. I've got a self consciousness about that. Um, so I'm gonna write, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna write homage and say, hey, look, I don't know what happened. I don't know if your shirt size has changed. But I haven't lost that much weight, and this fits right. me way differently than my original one. So, yeah, and maybe I'll order another one just to, for good measure because their stuff is awesome. It really is. So, yeah, all right, they have a lot of good sports stuff too. Okay, I got one. I got one more thing before we uh, before we hit the fat phone. All right. So, saw this from the Rocket City Trash Pandas. This is I a really minor, like it. This is the AA <laughs> affiliate of the Angels, and they're in they're in Madison, Alabama. They have on their menu the dumpster wrap. I'm which I don't, is, Rick, yes. stop. I'll eat it. Okay. I'm down. What no, nothing with that name can be bad. <laughs> <laughs> so here's what's in the dumpster wrap. Your tortilla is a quesadilla, a cheese quesadilla. <laughs> <laughs> and it is filled with two hot dogs. Not not the quesadilla, but they basically use it as, you know. They wrap it around, and uh, inside is two hot dogs, mm-hmm. fries, okay, chili, yep, and fried jalapenos. Oh my! With God. their chipotle sauce. Yep, that's a winner. It's a happening. I don't. I don't know if I, I'm not gonna like make a special trip down to Alabama for it, but if for whatever godforsaken reason I end up in Madison, Alabama, I'm getting that. Yeah, keep that in mind if you're driving to the south, because mm-hmm. you got where'd you just go? You went to North Carolina, right? Yeah, you could make a little detour. I mean, that's a bit of a detour. Yeah, it's worth it. It's the dumpster wrap. Rick, why did you make a 400 mile detour? Dumpster wrap. Oh, okay. by the way, Fair that's enough. also going to be the name of our first hit single. <laughs> dumpster wrap. The dumpster wrap. I get to see me and you in our oversized T-shirts. Yes. <laughs> with our arms crossed. I always think of the uh, <laughs> the gif of the fat kid with the rat tail who pulls the sunglasses down. Oh, yeah. That's our rap album. That's us on the cover right there. Oh, that's funny. That that does sound good. Now, that reminds me. There was a place in Oak Lawn. I think it used to be called Fatso's. Not to be confused with Fatso's Last Stand, Mm -hmm. uh, which is the place I went to before. Okay, yeah, here, Fatso's. Let me see. I watched this thing on Chicago's Best, and even I was like, that's ridiculous. That's too much. (laughs) No one should eat this thing. Okay, here. All right. I'm going to try to get it from the image here. Okay. Now, this is a tortilla, like a burrito shell. Mm-hmm. Two hot dogs, as you said. French yes. fries, as you said. Okay. This looks like taco meat. Okay. Nacho cheese. Mm-hmm. There's some sort of green. I'm assuming that's jalapenos. I would only hope. And it's deep fried. Okay. Yeah. It's, called the, it's called the Fatso Dog. That place is now out of business. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't imagine why, um, right. but uh, <laughs> that was a place that existed, and and I saw that on Chicago's Best. Like, okay, we've gone too far. Now the bridge. Now, now it's been crossed. The line has been crossed when you deep fry the whole thing. I mean, I guess with that attitude. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's ask some fat, shall we? Cool. The fingers you have used to dial are too fat. To obtain a special dialing wand, please mash the keypad with your palm now. 
Ask Your Fats, as always, and the Fat Phone, 708-858-3314, are brought to you by our buddy, Charlie the Bacon Guy. And here he is with his weekly bacon report. This is Charlie the Bacon Guy with your weekly bacon flavor report. Like I said. We have maple pepper, rosemary pepper garlic, barbecue, and jalapeno garlic, brought to you by Rick and Jay. For bacon jams, we have original bourbon, vanilla bourbon, buffalo, and habanero bacon jams. Keep your eyes out for some more buffalo bacon and some more ranch bacon per strong, strong requests. I'm also gonna try out a plain bacon, which is just cured and smoked, no extra flavorings. We'll see how it goes. Thank you all for that suggestion. Don't forget about our shirts and stickers and hockey jerseys. I hope we all have a great week. I look forward to hearing from you all. Eat tons of bacon. For the Bacon Report, I'm Charlie the Bacon Guy. First of all, we want to send our congratulations to Charlie, who this weekend welcomed in Sasha Ann, the Bacon Guy, into the world. Congratulations, Charlie and wife, who I have not met yet, but I'm sure she's lovely because she's married to Charlie. Yeah, so she must congrats be on the sex. Inc- <laughs> <laughs> I thought about saying it, but I didn't. And I'm glad you were there to pick up my assist, Rick. Thank you so yep. much. No problem. Uh, but congratulations to the Bacon Guy family on the birth of Sasha and uh, very, very happy for you guys. She is absolutely adorable. So congrats to Charlie and wife. Charlie's based out of Woodridge, Illinois. He sells bacon and bacon jams, as you know by now. Always a nitrate and nitrite-free product, all naturally cured. Applewood hickory smoked thick sliced bacon. Here's how to order. Follow him on Instagram at charliethebaconguy and send him a DM. Email him, charliethebaconguy at gmail.com. Or you can follow him on Twitter at CZ, the bacon guy. He told you about the flavors. He told you about the shirts. He told you about the hockey jerseys shipping anywhere in the lower 48 is a flat fee of $15. If you live in the Western burbs of Chicago, he can meet you uh, and deliver. Otherwise, he can meet you somewhere in the middle. If you're ordering via mail, make sure you order more than you were planning on because you're going to love it. That's a guarantee. And you're going to say, man, I wish I'd order more with that flat fee of 15 bucks. If you're thinking a pound, get two pounds. If you're thinking two, get four. Share it with your family. Share it with your friends. It's great frozen. It lasts forever. So hit him up again. Charlie the Bacon Guy on Instagram. Charlie the Bacon Guy at gmail.com. And at CZ the Bacon Guy on Twitter. Now, we've got to award, by the way, Rick, mm-hmm. our Charlie the Bacon Guy prize pack of the month. This month's winner is West Loop Andy. Andy has written in with some great recommendations and voicemails and all sorts of stuff. So Andy, I will be in touch and we will get you your bacon very, very soon. But without further ado, Let's get to our single voicemail of the show. Hey, Pat, this is Louis from Underline. It is Monday, July 5th, and I have a confession to make. Forgive me, Fats, for I have sinned. This is my first confession. Went to the fair this weekend and failed to get either a corn dog or funnel cake. I will say, free hail, Fats, and carry on. 
However, the wife and I did get a nice order of fried pickles, fresh and crisp and really, really good. And I also enjoyed a boneless double rib sandwich. So my question for you is, is there a food at the fair that you can go to and not leave the fair without getting? Thanks, Pat. That is, that's tough. Yeah, I mean, at least there was some fried item. Yeah, I threw my pen, so, my pencil like hub too. I don't know if you heard that. Oh, okay. Yeah, my pencil. So crashed. is that is that a boneless uh, rib sandwich? Is that Kyle Long? <laughs> yeah, where you might regret it, but it turned out probably being really, really good. Yes. Yeah. Um, I I'm fair food for me is something fried that shouldn't be, mm-hmm. like a fried Oreo or mm-hmm. fried Twinkie. Or, um, and I, I, I'm a sucker for a funnel cake. Give me oh, a funnel yeah. cake every yeah, that, time. That's, that's my item. That's my item. I get a funnel cake. Yeah. Uh, corn dogs. I don't know if they qualify as shouldn't be, but they're not traditionally fried. Um, mm-hmm. big fan of corn dogs too. So yeah, that's, I mean, if I'm at a fair, I'm looking for the most appealing looking fried thing. And that's where I'm going. Did, at. did you see what's coming up in a couple weeks? No. The... Is it the Wisconsin State Fair oh, or whatever? Oh, yes. Yes, we should do this next week. That we should do yes. those food. Because I, I glanced. Yeah, I glanced over them. This might be a good idea for our first um, Between Two Fats because we keep talking about doing it when we just get busy and keep pushing it down yeah. the line. Maybe we'll talk to a representative from the Wisconsin State Fair as we do have a growing audience, both literally and figuratively. Yeah, um, nor <laughs> in every direction. Yeah, I think people are going to be headed to that. So we can preview some of the great food items there. Let's, let's plan on that soon. One way or another, uh, that'll be part of a fa- I'm Fat podcast very, very soon. Cool. Um, yeah, but that, so yeah, anything fried, I'm with you. But yeah, funnel cake, man, that's, it's just so good. I don't, I, I don't really know what it is, but it's good. And I it's like light. It. It, it, and it's fried, but it's still light. They're breaded. Oh, it, it is so breaded. It, it is the bread. It, it is literally the breading. The bread. Yeah, it, it's just tough to beat because it's unique. But, like, especially when you get it with that powdered sugar, too. Like, it's, I don't know. There's just something calming and satisfying about a funnel cake. Definitely. And My you column. just know it is the worst thing for you. Oh, 100%. But it doesn't matter. Like... I would take that like a funnel cake over and maybe this is uh, unique to probably not, but unique to like, I always think of this at the um, DuPage County fair was there was always like one building where like, there's all the vendors and stuff and you love going through there and just seeing all the crap that people are trying to sell. And it always smells like fudge because there's a couple people making Mm -hmm. fudge in there and it's incredible smelling. I think, okay, I think to a point, and I've made this analogy before about other things, I think fudge can be kind of like communism where it's much better in theory than in practice. Uh, Okay. It's still really delicious, Mm -hmm. but like I have to be in such a specific mood to want fudge versus something else that's very chocolatey. Here, the deal with fudge is it's really expensive. Yes. You can only eat so much of it because it's so dense. Mm-hmm. And like if you have more than two or three pieces, you feel like you ate like a literal entire cake. 
Yes. At least like in your brain, like, oh, my God, I had three pieces of fudge. What's wrong with me? And and it's also bad because you want to keep eating it. So it's yes. problematic in that way. I still think it's wonderful. But this leads me to another question. And you just sort of sparked it to me. When you're talking about like the smell to taste ratio, mm-hmm. things that smell amazing that are not nearly as good as they smell. Yes. And that's fudge is one of them. I always say that about hazelnut coffee. Yeah, for me, coffee in general. Yeah, but that's but, a specific me thing. Oh, nothing smells better than hazelnut coffee. And I like coffee, but it's just like, okay, it's fine. It's like slightly nuttier coffee. Yeah. And um, God, what was the other one? I just, oh, when you go like you're walking in the city and they're like making those roasted nuts. Yes. And they're like, oh, that is intoxicating. That smell mm-hmm. is intoxicating. And you're like, okay, that is a slightly cinnamony nut. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, pretty much. Yeah, it just does not deliver the smell to taste promise that uh, you're smelling in the air. Yeah, that that's frustrating. But they're still all those things are really good and they're not going to mm-hmm. turn them down. But the smell is way better than the taste. Absolutely. All right, let's get to some emails. Ask a fat about this and that. It's time to chat with the fans. Speaking of funnel cakes. You may recall on our last episode, I mm-hmm. talked about my experience at the Joliet Slammers game and how the funnel cake was abandoned and not eaten for five innings, then thrown away. Some kind of freak. crime against humanity. Seriously. So Kurt uh, from the Slammers reached out and mm-hmm. said, hey, would you guys want to collaborate on a food item? We sort of discussed a funnel cake idea based on, you know, the thing I saw abandoned. Kurt wrote us back. Because we suggested like maybe a cookies and cream sort of themed funnel cake where the dough sure. would be a cookies and cream style. Okay. So here's what Kurt has to say. He says, guys, I was thrilled to hear the email read on the podcast. I'll be talking to the GM when I get back to the stadium on Tuesday. Was thinking about the cookies and cream theme to the funnel cake. Given that this is for the I'm Fat podcast and its followers, here's my initial thought. Much like an Oreo, we have two chocolate funnel cakes with a thicker vanilla cream icing in between, top it with whipped cream, crushed Oreos, and or chopped Oreo churros and powdered sugar. I will that <laughs> that <laughs> that I heard you hit the ground. <laughs> that I think like that was an I think it moved moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll email again later next week with updates and a possible time frame from this. I'm looking forward to getting this to happen for both the team and the podcast. Kurt, so are we. You had us at, well, you had us at funnel cake. Then you had us at two chocolate funnel cakes. Then you had us with thicker vanilla icing. Then you had us with crushed Oreos. And then you really had us with chopped Oreo churros. Oh, yeah. That's, yes. That, yes. Kurt, yes. I have to imagine Kurt weighs at least 500 pounds. That's, I mean, that really is like, I mean, I want, yeah, like, was he just, is this one big ploy for Kurt to get his funnel cake doctrine out there and he's just using us as the vehicle? I mean, if it is and it results in that thing, then I'm here for it. I'll be used. I'm not above being used. Yeah, that sounds, I mean, Oreo churros. Oh, that sounds so good. Yeah. I want a churro so bad. Okay. Makes me want a hot dog real bad. (laughs) I got to put that on the digital. Yes, you do. So uh, my mom has never had a churro. What? 
I'm sure my mom has an easy. It's either it's too spicy. <laughs> mom, it's a churro. It's no, cinnamon mom, and dough. Right. My mom just literally never goes anywhere. So there's that. That's dude. Our parents should meet and do nothing together. Right. Well, they'll never meet because one of them would have to leave where they're yeah, at. Yeah. My mom's like, <laughs> well, you're so busy. I go, I'm not that busy. I have a job and then I have a couple social engagements a week. That's a normal person. She's like, you're just always out and about. You're too busy for your mother. I'm like, mom, it's not my fault. Oh. You're just home all the time. Now I, okay. Now I know why you're rewatching The Sopranos. <laughs> oh, it's not that bad. I, I love my mother. She's awesome. But oh, my God. All she does. She she is one of my favorite characters in the Sopranos. She does that that role so she well. She is a wonderful actress. Though I, yes. I love how we're like breaking down a 20 year old show like it's like it's never been seen before. I but know. Right. I, I noticed, by the way, I was I'm like when because she died in real life and that's when they killed her yeah. off in the show. That last scene, the last time they showed her was very CGI'd, very 20 years ago CGI'd, mm, but it okay. worked. They had to do it. They had to do it. They had to do. Yeah. It, you know, it's it's funny because like I mentioned to Tanny, I was because uh, Chris Tannehill is like the the resident expert on the Sopranos. Yes, I was is. like, I was like, Tanny, they do all this with her and like that. They, she just like dies. I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. And he's like, uh she actually died <laughs> right it's like okay makes sense then <laughs> carry on carry on yes yeah but man she's a great character i love that show mm-hmm. it's so good I, I just don't know why i always kind of bail on it it's weird it's a me thing every time i watch the show i want to keep watching like three or four more you know yeah i uh I, it probably helped me that i started watching it you know in my time between jobs yeah. so i had plenty of time to do that that'll do it all right, got one here from Amber from Rockford. She says, my question to you guys is, what are your thoughts on Chick-fil-A? I like to get, listen to this, Rick. She sent a picture, but I can't show you the picture because we're connected. I like to get the mac and cheese, side of waffle fries, a thing of nuggets, mix them all together in a big bowl with their special sauce, and boom, a delicious salad. Thanks, Fats. Love the pod. Amber from Rockford. P.S. Rockford has more than beef roux and Taco Bell. That's not true. Stop lying. Um. But that is an inspiring mall. That's like a famous bowl from KFC, right? Yeah, like, I would say so, read it off. Read that. Read it off again. Wait, well, who made the famous bowl? The Colonel. <laughs> Mac and cheese. Mm-hmm. Side of waffle fries. Okay. A thing of nuggets. Yes. Mix them all together in a big bowl with their special sauce. Mm-hmm. And she calls it a delicious salad. And I can't yeah. argue with that. It I'll serves in a bowl. To, I'll subscribe to her newsletter. Yeah. Amber. I mean, yeah. We salute you. Early well nominee for emailer of, of yes. July. <laughs> oh, there's something I wanted to mention that I completely forgot about. Okay. So a show that is a guilty pleasure show for me that just started up this past week. Big Brother. Yeah, you, you and Joe Ostrowski on that show, man. Yeah, well, Joe and Herb, not anymore. They got me hooked, and they, then they pretty much bailed like two seasons later. Dicks. So... The, like I didn't even really watch much of last season, but I I like to start it, start each season and see if there's anything intriguing. So a, a big thing was made this past uh, between seasons about representation, and it was an issue on that show. Okay. And now new casting director, all this stuff. Big Brother and CBS is being applauded for 
how they have kind of remade the way they develop the 16 people that are part of Big Brother this year for Big Brother 23. There's a certain section of representation that's missing. I see so many abs on that show, <laughs> but I see no beer bellies. You know, I, I, I see boobs, but they're all of the needing to be covered up variety mm -hmm. and not of the oddly, none of the man you know, variety, none of none of the man <laughs> variety. So I need to know what's up CBS. Where's the fat representation? I have to say, by the way, speaking of representation, if you've noticed, like if you go to a Target or I've noticed it like an American Eagle and some other places, they're doing a good job of having all different body shapes as mm -hmm. their models in the stores. And it doesn't like it looks good. Like the girls look hot. Like the the dudes look good. Like the, the chunkier guys. It really does have to do with like created body standards. And now yes. that that's kind of changing a little bit and places are more like, look, you're, you're likely to see if you go to a target and you look at one of the models on the wall, they're going to be what would be considered overweight or plus mm -hmm. size or whatever you want to call it. And I'm like, damn, that is a hot ass woman up there. <laughs> like rocking that lingerie <laughs> or, or that bathing suit. Like what? Like, you know what I mean? It's yeah. I don't know. I, I think that like people say representation matters. And if, that is something that like has bothered you in the past. When you hear that, it's not just about black or white or Asian or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's body size, body shape, disabled, healthy, not healthy, able, whatever you call it, able bodied, whatever the able -bodied, word is. Yeah. Yeah. Like those things matter and it makes it more, it makes everything more acceptable when it just is normal, you know, like when everything is sort of normalized. So mm -hmm. anyway, yeah, keep it up with those plus size models and that sort of stuff at Target. I like it. I'm kind of a weirdo, like, oh, walking through Target, like, ooh, look at her. I'm buying deodorant, but that's a hot ass woman up there. <laughs> All right, I should stop talking. All right, one more here from Brian in Glendale Heights. Oh, we didn't answer a question about Chick fil A, by the way. Amber's question. Oh. Yeah, I like Chick fil A. Yeah, Chick fil A. Yeah, Chick fil A is good. I don't think it's like, holy crap, heads and head and shoulders above everybody else, but it's good. Yeah, I uh, I don't I don't do it anymore just because, mm -hmm. you know, I'm a whatever lib, whatever you want to call me, mm -hmm. uh, but it's good. I can't argue with it. And I there have been times where my where my loyalty has been questioned because they're <laughs> lemonade. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's so good. Yes. The lemonade is so good. So it's tough and it's something I do miss. But yeah, whatever, whatever makes me mm -hmm. feel better about my dumb ass, I guess. All right. Last one here from Brian from Glendale Heights. He says sitting here right now in the car with my 13-year-old nephew at Happy Dog in West Chicago. Parked oh. next to us was a gentleman eating on the passenger side of the car. Once finished, he got out, discarded his bag, got in the driver's side, and drove away. My nephew asked me if this was a fat hack. I told him we'd go to the experts. What say you, fats? Now, I've never seen the changing no. seats. I wonder no, why that, he did that's... that uh more room since the wheel's not in the way that could be that's the only thing i can think of because yeah i got nothing on that outside of the wheel in and of itself uh so something about happy dog though my that is in the location of my favorite vienna beef hot dog stand ever that no longer exists that was uh happy house 
and it's like actually being a happy dog like literally walking distance to uh uh, the house that I grew up in, where my mom's, where my mom and my brothers still live. Uh, so that was like on Saturdays sometimes when my mom would be at work. My dad would, like, my dad's like the most was the most simplistic guy when it came to like what he wanted to eat. It was like the same five things. So maybe that's where I got it from. Uh, <laughs> it's just my five things are different than his. But uh, so every Saturday for lunch, he would, depending on how he felt, he would either walk over to Happy House and bring the food home, or he would just get in the car for like the literally, if you don't, if you, even if you get the red light, maybe two minute drive <laughs> over there. And he would get his, he would get a Polish more often than not. I would get like a pizza puff or a, a jumbo dog. And of course there'd be plenty of fries to be had and all that kind of stuff. So I had Happy Dog once. But it was like right when it opened and I thought it was just fine. It wasn't as good as Happy House was. So I would be interested to know how good Happy Dog actually is because it seems like it stayed in business just fine. It's generally pretty busy whenever I drive by it. So it can't be doing bad. Yeah, there's a place like that, too. In, um I guess that would be that whole like, Evergreen Park, Mount Greenwood, Beverly, like whole thing is really hard to figure out what is where. But Jansen's. Is on 99th and uh, Western. It's been there forever. It's been there since 1940. My parents used to go on dates there, and it was super popular. Then it like fell off in the 90s and 2000s because I think it had different ownership that wasn't great. And now all of a sudden it's like resurged, and mm-hmm. it was like we drove by at like 2:30, and the line was out the door. So if you're a South Side gay or gal. Maybe Butt Rash Carolyn can help us with this. If you've been to Jansen's <laughs> lately, uh, please let us know because uh, I need to go try that place again if I get a positive review. If I got one positive review, I'm back in. Hi, Pat. This is Southside Butt Rash Carolyn. Haven't heard from her in a while. Just saying. She no. got her free bacon and bailed on us. Yeah, seriously. I see how it is. That's right. That's right. You know, we... Yeah. You know whose who's butts are rashed now? Ours because the way we're getting treated by Carolyn. Not just us. I'm sweating. Where? What? Yeah, we still Same. have him, even though Carolyn left us. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> I, even though it was a cooler weekend in my building, being on the seventh floor where all that heat and humidity rises, like it, we don't have the best ventilation system here. So, mm. uh, yeah, the uh, seventh floor can get a little bit toasty at times. So uh, I, I'm definitely feeling that uh, that kid today that uh, I understand where he's coming from. So, all right. We're going to get out of here, though, because we've been rambling for quite a while. We really have been. Because, like, at first we were like, yeah, I don't know that we have that much stuff. You know, not a ton of listener interaction, which is fine, you know, to have it, you know, here and there interspersed. And uh, somehow we ended up doing what we've done so far. So follow us on all our social media accounts at I'm Fat Pod. Email us, I'm Fat Pod at gmail.com. Check out the Patreon, the T Public. Subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe, rate, and review the podcast. That is always, always helpful to us when it comes to rankings and all that stuff with, uh, you know, in terms of uh, the type of podcast we're in so that even more people can find out about us and tell a friend so that actually in another way, more people can find out about us and obviously head over to Fredo's, get the I'm fat podcast burger on Saturday, get the slice of pizza, 
get that jalapeno garlic bacon from Charlie, and also check out Mazda of Orland Park, Mershka's in Crest Hill, and Dr. Squatch for all you Star Wars nerds where you can get your Star Wars stuff. I'm Fat 20 is the promo code for first time users and get 20% off your first order. So 4J, I'm Rick. I'll end this without coughing. This is the I'm Fat Podcast. All right, I think we got a lot accomplished here today.